Hello, and welcome to The Conversation at Airsafe.com, the official podcast of the Airsafe.com Foundation. I'm your host, Dr. Todd Curtis, the head of the Foundation and the creator of Airsafe.com, a reliable source of airline safety and security information since 1996. This week, I'd like to talk about two emerging technological changes that will very likely have an effect on the quality of your experience while traveling by air. Both of these changes center around the increasing array of personal electronic devices that passengers can use on board an aircraft. These changes are in two areas, basically areas dealing with audio and those dealing with the visual. On the audio side, of course, cell phones are an almost required accessory these days. In the United States, passengers are currently allowed to use cell phones prior to departure and after the aircraft touches down. In the future, there may be some in-flight cell phone capability, which will allow a passenger to use their own cell phone to make calls in flight. This, as we'll see later, could lead to some problems, especially when it comes to other passengers getting involved in your personal conversations. The second change is a little bit more subtle. It involves the capability of viewing pictures and motion pictures, even. And the area where this may cause problems is adult content. In the United States, Europe, and in much of the world, it's quite legal for adults who possess sexually explicit material. What has not been the case until recently is the ability to display that material inside the aircraft. The Airsafe.com Foundation supports freedom of speech and supports the freedom of passengers to create their own entertainment. What the Airsafe.com Foundation is also supporting is a passenger cabin where other passengers do not have to be exposed to things they don't want to see and don't want to hear. Currently, there are no clear-cut policies, either with the airlines or with the civil aviation authorities, which control or manage how this information and how this entertainment is displayed within the cabin. Given the advances in technology and the advances in companies willing to produce entertainment to fit that technology, it's clear that, certainly by the end of 2006, that this may be a problem inside the aircraft. The Airsafe.com Foundation is concerned because the presence of this kind of material could lead to confrontations between passengers or between passengers and the cabin crew and could lead to incidents of air rage. This risk can be easily eliminated by the institution of common sense on the part of passengers and on the part of the airlines. To that end, the Airsafe.com Foundation has come up with a set of common sense guidelines which we hope would be adopted voluntarily by the airlines and by individual passengers. These guidelines are fairly straightforward and can be split into two groups, guidelines dealing with audio entertainment and guidelines dealing with visual entertainment. In the audio entertainment side, I would include things such as cell phones as well as iPods and other audio entertainment systems. Fortunately, the technology to make this sort of thing private already exists for most music systems. It's called a headphone. For cell phones, obviously in an airplane cabin, it's very difficult to have a truly private conversation by telephone since your fellow passenger could be sitting less than a couple of feet away from you. So common sense rules should apply. For one thing, keep the conversation at a normal tone of voice. Don't shout. Don't scream. There's no need for someone four or five rows away to hear what you're talking about. If you don't want someone sitting next to you to listen to it, please keep it down and try not to have that conversation on the airplane. If possible, wait until you're outside of the airplane to have those kinds of conversations. Another thing that's not much of a consideration now, but maybe in the future, is the length of the conversation. Currently, there's a fairly limited amount of time at the beginning and end of the flight when you can use a cell phone. 
but with the oncoming technologies which may allow in-flight use, the temptation will be to use the phone for long periods of time during the flight. And for obvious reasons, if you can keep the conversation fairly short, please do so. The iPods, the MP3 players, and the other new ways to deliver audio entertainment really haven't changed with respect to keeping it private. Simply use headphones, you'll be okay. Speaking of the iPod, the iPod was a twofold revolution. There was a revolution in the technology itself, that is, the ability to have hundreds or even thousands of songs in one small portable device. Second, and perhaps more importantly, there's been a wide acceptance of these new video devices, in part because many content providers have figured out how to give the customers what they want in the way of content. In most cases, this would not be a problem in an aircraft, but there is some content that will cause problems, with most of the problems centering around adult entertainment. Dealing with adult entertainment in the air is not a new problem, since publications such as Playboy have been around for about half a century. What is new is the number of ways that a passenger can bring the material on board an aircraft. In the 1950s and 60s, about the only way to do this was to buy a magazine and bring it on board. Common decency, common sense, and maybe a warning from the flight attendant would have been all that was necessary to keep this from being a problem for most passengers. In 2006 and beyond, the potential for problems will not just be with the people who happen to buy a magazine or a particular item and bring it on board the aircraft, but with any passenger who has a device that has a capability to display this sort of thing. These devices would include laptop computers, video iPods, pocket PCs, digital cameras, PlayStation portable cell phones, and any other device that can be configured to display still or moving images. Given that many people who fly in aircraft have one or more of these devices, it's fair to say that most people in the aircraft will have the capability, and many of these people might have this kind of imagery in their hard drives, in their DVDs, or in some other form inside the aircraft. It's not going to make any sense to ignore this kind of potential problem. Unlike the case with airline-provided in-flight entertainment, the airline has no control over what a passenger may carry in the way of personal entertainment. Also, there are very few laws in the U.S. and in many other countries with respect to what kind of sexually explicit material an adult can possess. As a result, the kind of material that could be displayed by your seatmate could be well beyond what you could see in an R-rated movie or even in Playboy magazine. Unlike the case with audio entertainment devices, there are no widely available technologies that are the visual equivalent of headphones. If a passenger is looking at a visual display, even a very small one, like the kind you would see in a cell phone, passengers in adjacent seats or even those in the aisle who are passing by will also be exposed to what's on the screen. While inadvertent viewing of legal but sexually explicit material is not against the law, it has the potential to be a source of conflict between passengers, conflict that could escalate into threats or other acts of air rage. The following recommended guidelines could avoid most of these potential problems, while at the same time allowing passengers the freedom to enjoy the entertainment of their choice. First, if you're viewing material not intended for children, make use of any display device that allows you to view the material privately. Avoid viewing any sexually oriented material if it's possible for any cabin crew member or passenger to see the display screen. Don't view any material that's either intended for adults or material that is equivalent to an R-rated movie if it's possible for any children to see the display screen. If a crew member or another passenger requests that you not display a picture, movie, or other material on your screen, even material that is not adult-oriented or otherwise restricted, either stop viewing the material or move to a part of the plane where no one will be bothered. 
And finally, if the material that you have is in the form of the written word and doesn't contain any pictures, drawings, or other visual elements, any adult passenger should be free to use any kind of display device for reading any kind of material, even material that is sexually explicit or otherwise intended for adults. The logic here is simple. If someone can see what you're reading, then they are invading your privacy and not the other way around. The AirSafe.com Foundation has no intention of suggesting to individual passengers what they should or should not enjoy in the way of personal entertainment and is in no way recommending that adult material be banned from aircraft. Given the current technological reality, such a ban would not be possible unless all reading material and electronic devices are banned from the cabin. These recommendations are intended to serve as a basis not only for rules and regulations that can be formally developed by airlines, but also as a basis for guidelines that can be used by passengers or by the organizations that represent the communications and entertainment industries. Before we end the show today, I'd like to remind all my listeners that this podcast is sponsored by the AirSafe.com Foundation. This nonprofit organization is responsible for this podcast and for a variety of other efforts to further the public's understanding of aviation safety and aviation security. For information about the foundation or to make a tax-deductible donation, please visit the foundation at airsafe.org. That's A-I-R-S-A-F-E dot org. Well, looks like we've come to the end of our show. Thanks for listening. For more information about airline safety, you can find us at airsafe.com. That's A-I-R-S-A-F-E dot com. Or type the words airline safety into your favorite search engine. We're probably on the first page of results. Feel free to write to us at our email address, theconversation at airsafe.com. We'll see you next time.